News When You Want It with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Los Angeles. A divide in thinking between the U.S. and Israel has now made it into public view. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. President Biden very openly saying that Prime Minister Netanyahu has to change or risk losing international support. He's referring to two things. First, that after the war, Israel must be thinking about accepting the Palestinian Authority. And second, in the way in which the war is currently prosecuted. Attempting to do everything possible to prevent innocent Palestinian civilians from being being hurt, murdered, killed, lost, etc. Netanyahu, in response, says he will not accept Palestinian Authority rule. Meanwhile, the U.N. General Assembly has voted to call for a ceasefire. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky went to Congress on Tuesday to appeal for more aid to resist Russia's invasion. But Republican leaders told him that he'd have to wait for an elusive U.S. deal on immigration. Bloomberg's Eric Wasson has more. He's going away empty-handed there. That is caught up in this border negotiation. We had Alejandro Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, up here in the Senate for a two-hour meeting behind closed doors with Senate negotiators coming out saying some progress. So we can't really identify that a deal is anywhere close. Uh, we're thinking January, maybe even later. This is early days. We don't have the big players like the president, Mitch McConnell, and others in the room. Uh, it's going to take a lot more work to get a border deal done. Bloomberg's Eric Wasson. China has vowed to make industrial policy its top economic priority next year. Bloomberg's Yvonne Mann has more from Hong Kong. The annual economic work conference saw an emphasis on supporting companies to produce high-value products. It also called for steps to vigorously develop the digital economy and AI technologies. The news is likely to disappoint investors hoping for consumer-focused stimulus to boost growth, but policymakers did hint at providing subsidies for households to spur consumption. On the property crisis, leaders pledged to meet developers' financing needs. There was also a vague vow to launch a new round of tax reform. The overall focus of the conference was to emphasize structural reform rather than cyclical stimulus. In Hong Kong, I'm Yvonne Mann, Bloomberg Radio. One metric of U.S. consumer prices picked up in November. There were increases in housing and other services sector costs. We heard from David Leibovitz at J.P. Morgan Asset Management. He told us what he thinks the data means for the Fed. I think that the tone tomorrow is going to be more balanced than it's been in the past. I think that they're going to begin to view kind of the risks as being more two-sided, to use a bit of a, a, do, a bit of Fed speak. Uh, but I think that they're going to push back again against what the market is pricing, which is a cut, you know, in the in the late spring and early summer. By by our lights, the Fed is probably going to remain on hold uh, at least until the third quarter of next year. And again, I think that they want to see more progress on core inflation and even that super core measure before they begin to signal easier policy, because we've seen this trade play out time and time again. You know, the market gets a whiff that the Fed may ease and all of a sudden financial conditions loosen. David Leibovitz there, global market strategist at J.P. Morgan Asset Management. The Fed will issue its latest monetary policy decision tomorrow. Argentina has devalued its currency, the peso, by 54 percent. It's part of an economic shock therapy program from newly inaugurated President Javier Millet. Millet says Argentines will have to endure months of pain while he works to pull the country back from the economic crisis inherited from his predecessor. Inflation is running at more than 140 percent annually. Chinese President Xi Jinping has pledged to prioritize diplomacy with Vietnam. Bloomberg's Joanne Wong with the story from Hong Kong. 
President Xi says the partnership with Hanoi needs to be deepened. The two nations signed 37 agreements, including China funding a cross-border railway. On maritime issues, Xi said the two sides should manage differences and turn challenges into opportunities. They've agreed to hold joint maritime patrols. The two nations also agreed to boost trade. Xi's vow comes as Vietnam forges closer ties with the U.S. and its allies. That has not gone unnoticed by China. Xi recently said Vietnam should remember its traditional friendship with its neighbor. In Hong Kong, I'm Joanne Wong, Bloomberg Radio. We're hearing SpaceX will sell insider shares at $97 a piece in a tender offer. That's up from $95, and it brings the value of the company closer to $180 billion. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. Do you love Elon Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just the show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Buying Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars. They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain. Each week on this podcast, we'll break down, analyze, and debate the most important stories on Musk and his empire. It's all one big universe. You just work for Elon Inc. From Bloomberg Businessweek, this is Elon Inc. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.